0: Alright, we ready? Let's do it. Who's she? <laughs> I'm Liza Poor.
1: I'm Mike Palasic.
0: Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection. Watch them and discuss.
1: When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter.
0: One disc leaves. This is... DVD D- Deathmatch. Death Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? Um good. Great. I'm wonderful. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is how every episode starts. <laughs> We've
1: met before, right?
0: Ooh, you look familiar.
1: Um, hi. Uh I'm good, I guess. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Feels you know.
0: It's hot today. Jesus.
1: Oh, this sucks. Um I'm good, you know. Yeah. Doing well. You see any good movies lately? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get better at this. Oh
0: boy. It's okay. Listen. Bants, pants, pants. Um Why was that pants? Bants, like banter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't work. For no, you. I just didn't.
1: I get it now. I'm into it now.
0: All right. Bam! Okay. I'm cutting all of this every last yeah. every last second. Yeah. Great. Um, do we have any topics at the top?
1: Topics at the top. All right. I just everyone's
0: favorite segment. Topics at the top. Our
1: branded segment brought to you by
0: Hot Topic. Hot
1: Topic. That's right. <laughs> do you want a corn hoodie and a Coraline doll? <laughs> Come see us at Hot Topic.
0: They actually have really good like plus size merch at Hot Topic. It's
1: great, and it all it they're has, pretty size
0: inclusive, which Love that.
1: And it's all branded with Suicide Squad from 2018. <laughs> I just sprung this on you. I have a game.
0: Yeah. Let's hear it. What's the game?
1: It's called Game Show Music.
0: Ba-da-ba-da. Ba-da-ba-da. Ba-da-ba-da.
1: Do we own it? A game of Capitalist Excess. That sucks. Um so I am the keeper. Of our like spreadsheet of what movies we own and don't own. It's true.
0: I have access to it, but I rarely look at it. Yeah, I
1: allow you access to it. You even have edit (laughs) privileges.
0: Whoa. Um,
1: we're a quiverful household, and so you. (laughs) Oh
0: God.
1: So we have very strict gender roles here. Um,
0: Gross.
1: (laughs) uh, Only like six episodes before the word quiverful came up. I know. There
0: go all of our quiverful listeners.
1: And there's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> if you get one, you get them all. Exactly. Um. All right. Uh. So I am the keeper of the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So I, and I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm have a pretty. I'm like pretty good at knowing what movies we have because we. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, you made the spreadsheet and you 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 keep it up. So yeah. you're, you're looking at it far more often than I am. That yeah. is
1: true. Um. And I feel like you are often asking me. Do we we own this? Do we have this? Do we own that? Like, do I need to if I wanna watch something, do I need if I wanna watch Whip It, do I need to rent Whip It or do we have Whip It?
0: We have Whip It.
1: We have Whip It. I
0: know that. Okay, I watched
1: it recently. (laughs) So I thought I would quiz you Mm
0: -hmm. on
1: whether or not you know, on whether or not we have these movies or not. And what I'm gonna do is so I'll give you four movies, you tell me which one we own. Yeah. Okay. 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 Starting with the year two thousand two.
0: Okay.
1: Four movies. Murder by Numbers, starring Sandra Bullock, Ryan Gosling, and Michael Pitt. A Walk to Remember, starring Mandy Moore.
0: It's a Walk to Remember. (laughs) Well, I know we own that one.
1: All right, moving on.
0: (laughs) You got to give me better ones. I know we own. I know we own a Walk to Remember. Okay. All right. Good game, babe. (laughs) Is there another? Is there another? a grouping. Yeah, there's two more. Oh, great! Let's hear them. <laughs> I'm I'm good at this. Okay, you got one. I got one. All right. <laughs> the other two
1: movies were Signs and Panic Room. Mm.
0: Just so. I mean, good good sure.
1: group, but like from
0: 2005.
1: Okay. V for Vendetta. Okay. Lords of Dogtown. Oh, okay. Jarhead. Okay. Son of the Mask. <laughs>
0: What was the first one?
1: V for Vendetta. V
0: for Vendetta. Oh, v- I don't think it's Lords of Dogtown. He's giving me nothing, folks. He's like <laughs> stone-faced. Wow. Stone-faced. Wow. Um, uh, Jarhead
1: is the one we own. Yes, that's two for two so far. Yeah, yeah. I was right. Yeah. Was right. <laughs>
0: All
1: right. From two thousand seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Michael Clayton. Okay the invisible
0: what's the invisible
1: i think it's a it was a movie we did not really care for <laughs> we saw it in the theater and it's like a guy dies and but he sticks around as a ghost and like has to solve his own murder or something like that oh okay but it was kind of it didn't look
0: We didn't like it, so probably not the one we owned. All
1: right. I can't believe you don't remember it. It was a real, I feel like we talked about it a lot.
0: I feel like, yeah, I have a vague memory of of disliking it. Michael Clayton. Michael Clayton. The Invisible. The Invisible.
1: Mr. Brooks. (sighs) The Mist. Mr. Brooks. Three for three. boom, 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 boom. I gotta get better at this. (laughs) I gotta get better at this. Okay, well, you know, you can cut the game. (laughs) I don't know that it was.
0: No, that was great, babe. Okay. I think they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Wow. Patronizing.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, right. Oh, my God.
1: You were editing today.
0: So, yeah. I. it has been brought to my attention that um, a part of the last podcast <laughs> was a little, um, I don't know. How do I explain this? Listen, I was editing it. And I had to cut it off at some point, and then I was listening to it and, and making the magic happen, and um, I said, oh, my God, and then it cut off. And the way that I said, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, you sounded
1: like you were having sex. <laughs> and it was, it, so it was, uh, is it in the episode last week? Yeah. Oh, okay, so there was a point in the episode last week where you just said, like, I was. I think I was talking about the DVD spreadsheet, so obviously you were. <laughs> I mean. W.A.P. <laughs> um but uh so hot so hot you just said like oh my god in such a way that it was like pornographic
0: (laughs) i don't know what happened yeah um
1: so who knows maybe uh we'll lose a lot of listeners maybe we'll gain a lot of listeners from that (laughs) i don't know we're already marked as explicit, so, I mean, they can't. I
0: know. Like, I mean, like, it's not, you know, but uh, you want, but for gonna, anyone who I offended, I apologize. You going to
1: drop it in here? So the people, like.
0: No, I think you have to go back. If you missed it, then you missed okay, it. Okay, great. Or go back and try and find it. <laughs> it's a good time. Great. But, oh boy. Anyway, I'm going to uh, move on. I feel very really <laughs> warm right now. Wild. Any whozle. What movies are we doing today?
1: <laughs> a movie called Earthly Possessions, number three
0: fifty nine. Oh yeah.
1: And a movie called I Know What You Did Last Summer, number five
0: ninety five. I love it. Two I... movies. Uh, yep. Two movies. <laughs> two movies. Well, a pretty cl- nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety nine. Pretty yeah. pretty like same time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't uh, remember. Earthly Possessions. Let's get into Let's start with the Earthly Possessions. Great.
1: <laughs> we're going to start with Earthly Possessions. I love it. This was... I mean, like you were just saying, this is the first movie that we've watched on the podcast that I did not know anything about going it. Right. I knew who was in it.
0: Yeah.
1: I knew, like, the two stars, which is Stephen Dorff and Susan Sarandon. Right. It's from 1999. It's directed by James Lapine.
0: Lapine. Who is... Beans! Beans! It's Special Beans! <laughs>
1: He's a playwright, <laughs> director, librettist.
0: Yes. He oh. he wrote uh, Into the Woods Without Right, The Choices Made, The Task Is Said. Right. Um, With what, Stephen
1: Sondheim, right?
0: Yeah. For sure. One of my favorite musicals. Yeah. Um, so he wrote
1: the book for it and Sondheim yeah, wrote the which music.
0: Is, which is very cool. Um, and what
1: else? Like A New Brain and some other things like that, right? Yeah.
0: He wrote some other stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Whatever. Into the Woods. (laughs) Into the Woods. Um, But this is a film that he directed called Earthly Possessions from 1999.
0: Yes. So the IMDb summary is... A bored wife who is planning to run away from her minister husband is taken hostage in a bank robbery. However, she sees the thrill in being involved in the chase Jesus and, be- and becomes an accomplice, this is really long, to helping the younger robber escape his pursuers. As things progress, she learns he pulled the robbery to get enough money to help his pregnant girlfriend leave a home for unwed mothers. The two have a brief flirtation, but it is clear the housewife just needs something to enliven her life. That's a that's long, a long
1: <laughs> IMDb.
0: I mean, thorough,
1: thorough, and sure.
0: correct.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if it's correct. The two have a brief flirtation.
0: I mean, they have sex.
1: Yeah, they have sex.
0: So, like, flirtation makes right. it seems like they're like, ooh, oh, uh and no, 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 they have, sex in, they have hotel, sex in a hotel room. Yeah, exactly. Um, the pregnant girlfriend. Played
1: played by by Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss. Moss. We're going to do the rest (laughs) in
0: unison.
1: Um, Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Jesus. Yeah, played by a teeny tiny Elizabeth Moss, Mm. who, who, much like the other uh, actresses who who have come up, you know, we've had, like, teeny tiny Anna Kendrick, teeny tiny Anna Paquin, mm-hmm. uh, teeny tiny Elizabeth Moss, all of them, it's like you, you watch them in these roles and you're like, oh, yeah, they're, like, brand new and, like, just kind of starting out and whatever, but they're s- still really good.
1: Yeah, she was really good. Like, like she, she was, so, was great. She
0: has this great little part, and, and it's vi- in, in a very dumb movie, and I think she does, like, a really good job. Yeah, 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 <laughs>
1: totally. Um, so, the movie stars Susan Sarandon. Yes. Height of her powers, I would say. Not maybe not height of her powers. That's more like Rocky I Horror. I was like, time. It "Wasn't
0: that Rocky but, Horror?" <laughs> but she
1: just won an Oscar, I think, and like, so she oh was like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. It was you know, um, post Dead Man Walking and Thelma and Louise, mm. um, pre Enchanted. <laughs> Susan Sarandon and Stephen Dorff, who like what happened to Stephen Dorff? What's he doing? He does commercials for like Nicorette or something. Like I've seen him, he's like on a beach and it's in black and white, and he goes like, "I quit smoking."
0: <laughs> Spot on.
1: Dorf I'm the Dorff man. man.
0: I'm the uh, Dorff man. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that like a virgin?
0: No. <laughs> what was that? I'm the Scat Man. What is that?
1: I'm no closer Nothing. to understanding what this is.
0: Well, if you, I mean if you didn't get I'm a Scatman, I wow. can't help
1: you. So if you know, you know.
0: If you know, you know. Um so
1: <laughs> Susan Sarandon, Stephen Dorf, Susan Sarandon is as it, as the beautiful synop- poetic synopsis said. Yes. Um <laughs> is a is like bored housewife, gets taken in a robbery as a hostage and then goes on the Road with
0: on the, the lamb on the
1: lamb with Steven Dorf yeah so Thelma and Louise kind of vibes in that way although this yeah. is a little you know less what? empowering.
0: I've never seen Thelma and Louise.
1: Oh, <laughs> I wonder if it holds up. I'd be, I'd be interested in watching that. Maybe I, we don't own it, so we're not going to watch it for this. But <laughs> um, but anyway, so she they go on the run. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Yeah, and it's we I like okay. First of all, the music is absurd. Let's just get that out of the way. The music is like peak nineties for TV movie, right? Like harmonica and bongo drums. Like it's absurd and very distracting. distracting. Very distracting the entire time.
1: It sounds like the Roseanne theme. Yeah, it's like very. These like very wow. yeah. The yeah. entire movie, just very distracting.
0: Yeah, and like, it's as if the, the person who, who scored the movie didn't watch the movie. Um,
1: <laughs> you just talked about this with, oh, what movie was it? You were like, the music goes to the movie in a way that is very satisfying. Oh, Cinderella. Cinderella.
0: The cat and mouse stuff, yeah.
1: Oh, that is what it was. Thank you.
0: Um. Yeah, and then the other thing, it's based off of a book. Yeah. And I assume it's kind of like a... I mean i haven't read the book i've never seen the book i assume it's a very uh, i know i don't want to be insulting because i love these kinds of like books but the kind of like trashy beach read book like sure it, like i'm sure it's one of those yeah um and uh it feels that way the whole time like it feels like it's based on a book and they didn't actually try and figure out how to translate it to the screen
1: sure do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. Yeah, it felt a little bit like, um, what's, I don't know how, I don't know if this is going to be insulting, but it felt a little bit, and first of all, I'd like to say Mm. that, like, most movies are this, Uh but it felt a little bit like weird wish fulfillment in a way for, like, older women? Most movies are not wish fulfillment for older women. Most movies um, are wish fulfillment for like 18 to 25 year old men. But like this (laughs) felt like the version of that for like a 50 year old woman who's like, oh I just wish like Stephen Dorff.
0: Yeah like somebody working out their kink or something. Right, would just like
1: take me hostage and he would never actually get threatening. Because like that's the thing about the movie is that she's a hostage the entire time. You never actually feel like she's in any danger. No.
0: Even when he first grabs her, like she's very, like, and and I don't know if that uh On purpose or what, but yeah, she's very like, Oh, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Right, yeah. exactly. And, the, and the he's score, got a gun on her, right? He has a
1: gun on her, and the score is very like, Boop, beep, boop, ba, 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 boop, beep, and like, <laughs> it's not threatening or scary in any way. And it's it, it, not trying to be, it shouldn't be, but it's like, <laughs> but what?
0: Sorry, I did write down this music, Bongo's. Prime Bink Bunk tune. B-
1: Prime Bink Bunk tune. Bink
0: Bunk Bink Bunk Bink Bunk Bink Yeah, bink exactly. <laughs> and
1: so, like, it feels, I don't think it's bad that, like, you know, like. Like, blah.
0: that in and of itself isn't a bad thing, but it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's the same thing as, like, like I was saying, where it's like, it feels like a trashy bee tree Right, exactly. It doesn't feel like a good movie. <laughs> Ew. See. Um, See. Um, <laughs> um
1: Lots of. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I didn't think it was very good either. It didn't. No. It didn't pull it off.
0: Yeah, but it also um, almost almost has a um, but I'm a cheerleader vibe.
1: Sure, like purposefully like, campy. Kind
0: yes, of. but it. But that's the that's the thing that's missing. I think is that it doesn't think that it's camp. But so it just comes off as bad. You know what I mean? If they had like clicked it one extra notch, I feel like it could have been something. Yeah. Very like um, culty.
1: Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I think that Susan Sarandon is doing that sometimes. She's doing it. Can't be performance. Stephen Dorff is like not.
0: He's like real serious. (laughs) And the
1: movie James Lapine.
0: (laughs) Lapine
1: is doing kind of a a little bit of a bland. Kind of like maybe maybe he was I don't know actually it does have some style to it I mean there's like mm-hmm. there's there's like some flourishes like those those interviews with the people that they encounter like yeah to then, camera and like yeah, yeah straight to camera like and things like that, that yeah happened. like it,
0: it all feels very like on purpose mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like it's lost or it doesn't know what it's doing it just feels like it, it missed the mark essentially yeah. it is. um uh, like, a real grab bag of, like, oh, hey, it's that guy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot of, of like, clearly shot in, like, upstate New York. Yeah. So a lot of kind of, like, New York-based. Yeah. Um,
1: you recognize people, and you're like, oh, well, let me look up who they're from, and it's all like, oh, that one was on Law and & Order, and that one was on Bordeaux Empire, and that was on The Nick, and, like, yeah. all people who have been working in New York for decades and stuff. Yeah. And I think that, um, like, you know, and Margot Martindale's in there in, like, one... Brief role and like you've got a bunch of just really cool character actory type people.
0: Yeah, J
1: O Sanders plays the minister husband, Purchase graduate. If you go to SUNY, S, S- U N Y, S U N Y, S U S U N Y, theme song of the podcast, theme song of the
0: podcast. Um, but um, uh, it does feel um, like I wrote down it feels read through like like that. It's like the, the it's not that it's bad acting but it's all very like surface
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: um as if you're at like the first table read where it's like well you're not giving nothing but you're not
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you haven't
0: done the work yet so it, it 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 the whole movie felt that way for me yeah um also, the,
1: oh god oh sorry you brought up this thing that i thought was really smart right after we watched it was that the script like with a ve- with very few changes feels like it could have been from nineteen forty eight. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? It felt like a very like kind of classic, like screwball comedy kind of oh, this thing with like Cary Grant and Lauren Bacall or something like that. I mean, not yeah. quite those actors. But yeah, you know, like it was kind of
0: like um, the relationship between her and the the minister husband That stuff was like was what like year so is it? So yeah. weird and then um, like, the pregnant girlfriend is in a home for unwed mothers. you yeah. like, what? And then also, I wrote, like, yikes, because, so the plot is that they never say how old Steven Dorf is. Yeah. You assume he's an adult, like, a, a, like <laughs> yeah. 18 or older, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I if I had to guess, this. like,
0: I'd say, like, 20 or something. Right,
1: I forgot about this. And
0: his girlfriend, he's, like, describing his girlfriend, who he clearly does not like very much, but, like... Oh, I met her when she was 13, but she didn't look no 13. And yeah. it's like, Ooh! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like, yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah. So, yeah, in that way, for sure, it feels very much like it. And, yeah, the, the language in it, too, I can't think of anything specific right now. Right. Obviously. But the language that they use, it all felt very, like, what year are we in? What is this? Oh, she doesn't know how to drive.
1: Right, and she's never left the town that she lives in. Right, because, like, her say, husband
0: never taught her how to drive. It's like, right, what?
1: <laughs> but they also just say that once, like, in the beginning, like, oh, I've never been outside of town. It's like, you're 50. What,
0: <laughs> what the fuck? And it's not, like,
1: it's not in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's it's like no. a bustling town. Right. I feel like there's a version of this movie that, mm. is, that is, like, a little less um, direct and a little more kind of, like, independent and weird Mm -hmm. and that was happening a lot in the nineties. Like, um, the movie that came to mind was this movie Buffalo 66 with Christina Ricci that is like, kind of has some of this vibe, but it's way, it's like a little, it's a little different and a little weirder. And and I, again, that's the one where I don't remember if it holds up at all, but, um, but it feels like this kind of thing was happening. This like a road trip with like a gun. I mean, I also just watched the last detail recently, which is this old Jack Nicholson movie, by Hal Ashby, that's like, and Stephen. It, I thought of it because it's a it's a road trip thing. I don't know if it's his fault that he reminds you of a young Jack Nicholson, but like mm-hmm. not quite, or if it's a thing that he's doing. Mm. Um but either way, there's gonna be Jack Nicholson comparisons with him. I think Yeah.
0: It's funny that you say Jack Nicholson because the whole time I was watching Earthly Possessions, I was like, I just want him to be Chris Pine.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: and I don't think that's just because like I want everyone to be Chris Pine. You really do. <laughs> um but but yeah. Um All right. the other thing that was funny, just one last thing that was no, funny please, watching this because I as I said, I I'm sure that I purchased this. I know that I like like you you said the the title and i was like oh yeah susan sarandon and some sort of like rock like it came back him flooding back um so it was clearly something i watched when i was younger and i feel like when i was younger i felt like the scene where they sleep together was like super sexy and scandalous <laughs> and then watching it i was like well that was real boring <laughs> like it was just yeah. i don't know it was weird i was like i was like oh, is this the, like, the hot scene? Yeah. And then I was like, no. No, not really. <laughs> no it's not.
1: Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say next. It's like, why do we have this on DVD? <laughs> and again, like, I don't mean to disparage the movie or anything like that. Like, it it was, I was not bored watching it. Right. Like, it was, like, it was, like very
0: funny and silly. But, like, why do we have this? this it, well, it's a real solid example of, like, a point in our lives when we were just, like, buying shit. Because, like, I sort of remember that I sort of like it. I kind of remember this. That's exactly what what is going on here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Have you watched it since we got it? Do you remember? Have you watched it?
0: I'm sure I watched it since we got it, but I have not watched it in years. Like, as I said, I barely remembered what it was. Right. (laughs) So.
1: Zero features on this disc.
0: No, but a real, like dvd
1: yeah oh a, a saw like a DVD. a dvd the disc itself is like it's like it uh, we'll put up a picture i guess it's yeah. like etched it's like laser etched in it yeah in a, such a way that you have to hold it a certain way to even tell what it is
0: well yeah it's like the, the same thing we did with um so guys for our wedding for the favors we had a mixed cd <laughs>
1: another clue about how old we are (laughs) i
0: think people know how old we are um and my sister had created there's a whole penguin thing with our relationship we'll explain it sometime not right now but um she had she had drawn these little cartoon penguins that were on like our save the dates and our thank you cards and kind of uh sprinkled throughout our wedding and didn't your brother do that like do the, like, laser etching on the mix CDs.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Do, like,
0: you put the penguin on there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: very cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it wasn't, it's not, like, it's obviously not, like, scratched into the surface of the right. DVD. But it's, like, yeah, laser, laser etched. etched. It's very strange. And it was,
1: like, hard to find the DVD in the binder because you can't, <laughs> you can't see, see what it is. It's just
0: silver and you're, like, Wait. um.
1: All right, so, Earthly Possessions... Great.
0: Uh, ha, sure. <laughs> yep. We, we we watched we watched it.
1: We watched it. Good it, job, it, us. it. The other thing we didn't talk about with this movie though is the fact that it's not really available anywhere. Really? You can buy the DVD on Amazon. Okay. But you can't for How much? 8.29. Oh. Or you can buy the VHS tape for 2.94.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: I'm tempted, but I won't. But it's not available to stream anywhere.
0: Like, I mean, like that makes sense. <laughs> wow,
1: the shade, the shade of it all. Um, but that's an interesting thing. I mean, I think that's something we've talked about a lot with that's like true. these movies. They just if they're not if you don't have a DVD player, if they're not if we're moving away from discs, like
0: right. Like, are we curating a collection? Like, what what what's what are we trying to accomplish here? I mean,
1: every week we talk about this, but I just mean as a society. <laughs> Like, if we're moving away from discs, but then there's no impulse to put earthly possessions on streaming, streaming. because the licensing deal doesn't work out or whatever it is, then, you, you know. You just lose that. You just lose it. It's gone. It's a it's a whole piece of history. You lose. The, look, I can't remember anything from the movie specifically <laughs> that you would lose, <laughs> but I'm sure there's something. <laughs> Stephen Dorff, a young Dorff.
0: Susan Sarandon in the rain again.
1: In the rain again, yeah. She she does have some good lines and some good like moments in the in her performance that are like funny and good.
0: yeah, definitely. There was something I lolled at.
1: Yeah. Anyway,
0: I don't remember what it was. But. This
1: is all real, okay. Real anyway, moving with faint on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, no,
1: there was like definitely one moment where I almost laughed. Right? <laughs> all right. Um, okay.
0: Moving on. Movie number two.
1: To an iconic.
0: Iconic. I know what you did last summer from 1997, directed by Jim Gillespie. Um, rated
1: R. Rated R. Which is actually something I want to talk about because in my ma- when we put this in, I was like, oh, but this is like a PG-13 horror movie, right? Yeah,
0: PG-13 horror movies are not but, should not be a thing,
1: right? But there's a ton of them unless no. it's like paranormal activity or something. That's like there's a difference between a PG-13 horror movie that's like PG-13 because they have scaled down the scary stuff to get kids in and a <laughs> pg-13 horror movie that is only pg-13 because like they don't need anymore because it's like
0: it's scary just all about
1: being gory tone and feeling
0: and stuff like well that. yeah but my feeling is like if it's not if it's not too scary for a 13 year old then it's not a scary movie Ooh,
1: but none of this matters because this movie's rated, rated r, r! <laughs> I okay. I'm so sorry. But I remember the, the whole point. Just immediately
0: derailed. Yeah. But the whole point
1: of what I was saying, I, I, why I brought it up, is that I remembered this as PG-13. Because I was like, oh, there's nothing like that crazy in here. Yeah. And like, okay, there's a couple of maybe gory moments with the hook. Mm-hmm. But it feels like the R comes from the cursing. Oh. To me. and not, I
0: always forget about the cursing because it's there's so, a, so not a thing
1: There's a me. lot of cursing in it. And I feel like if they had just taken the car, I'm sure it was a business decision at some point to be like, okay, we're not going to make this too gory. Yeah. We're, but we do want it to be R because Scream came out and we need to like ride that wave.
0: Um, the IMDb summary, four young friends bound by a tragic accident are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a hook wielding maniac in their small seaside town. Mm Oh, go ahead. No, go for it. No, I was literally just going to say, classic, iconic, (laughs) like, absolutely just... Okay, here's the thing, though. I, for a very long time, was like, I don't like scary things. I don't watch scary things. Mm -hmm. And But the more that I think about it, like, you know, I saw it when I was like... Thirteen or fourteen, iconic. Iconic gave some kid a black eye because he was trying to scare me, and I freaked out and punched him in the face. Yep. um I saw Scream. I saw I Know What You Did Last Summer. I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I <laughs> was just as someone who considered themselves only like more recently into horror. Right. I certainly watched a lot. Like I saw The Shining.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, a, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of horror for someone who's like, well, I didn't. I only recently like got into horror. But I recently, that's like, maybe a lie.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, I think you're talking about like in high school and stuff. But like, you've been into horror for long, long for like. A really long
0: time. I know. And what I'm saying yeah. is that I feel like, I feel like in my brain, I was like, well, I didn't really come into horror until like mid-twenties. And that's not true. Right, I was right, right. Yeah. apparently yeah, yeah. always into horror. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, You just but, didn't have that conception of yourself as like, horror chick.
0: Yeah. Maybe it was more about like, how I felt about it. Because I definitely remember watching Scream like, through my fingers. Right. Ears plugged, like, right. terrified. Yeah. And was there under duress.
1: <laughs> this is movie i associate so much with the post scream glut you know yeah like the like oh scream was a huge hit yeah and scream i think is one of the great movies oh my god it's like it'll it'll happen it'll happen and i I, like we've watched it a bunch since like like recently like it's it holds up matthew lillard whatever we're not talking about scream (laughs) so i associate this so directly with like after scream it was like we got to get more screams
0: yeah and it was this resurgence of like i'm doing quoting fingers classic horror like it feels it feels like there was this run of like freddy jason michael myers michael myers thank you i always forget michael myers sorry buddy um so there was pinhead, that pinhead
1: leprechaun <laughs> uh pinhead <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I fucking derailed you for nothing.
0: <laughs> um, There was this run of, like, the classic horror, right? Of, like, I guess 80s yeah, horror, there, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: There was 80s. There it was, like, a, there was a slasher boom.
0: Right. And then it died, it right. feels like. And yep. then Scream happened, and it was like, we're back, baby.
1: Yeah, it was like, I mean, I last year watched all of the Friday the 13th movies and yeah. all of the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Um Every every one of them, and like I, you can track it so directly from the first Halloween and the first Friday the Thirteenth mm-hmm. to like just every and the first Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like you know all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then how it got uh, to like just um, what's the word they. They got, you know, diminishing returns in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And then in the early 90s, they were still, like, trying with these, like, weird Halloween sequels. Yeah, was, like, and these West like, Wes
0: Craven's New Nightmare. Exactly, these yeah. meta,
1: like, kind of things. And Friday the 13th was just, like, dead and all this stuff. And then Scream happened. Yeah. It did this, like, meta-textual thing. Yeah. That then, and then they were, like, and then in that late 90s boom of, Everyone like...
0: was, like, go, go, go! Yeah, I
1: know what you did last summer. All the Screams, uh, Urban Legend, yes. Valentine... Oh, my God. Like, um... Uh, the faculty and disturbing yeah. behavior and like all these like horror movies, these teen horror these movies, very nineties 90s.
0: 90s teen horror, and movies. they all had
1: to be, have like a couple moments in them where they like were like, "Are we in a movie right now?" Yes, this is, like, some kind of uh, a movie.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you were just like, "Whoa, they've seen
0: movies." Yeah, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I wrote the nineties horror trope, talking about horror, jo- the horror genre in the horror film,
1: right. And it doesn't get better than the way they it, did it in Scream.
0: Right. But we're not talking about Scream. We're talking about I know what you did last
1: time. I wish we were. <laughs> this movie's bad.
0: What? How dare you? It,
1: it's not good.
0: How dare you?
1: It's iconic. And it's like of a, we we were of a certain age in 1997. Oh But anyway, we'll get into it. I Gloves will say, on, baby. I will say that the, so first off, you've got the cast. You've got Ryan Philippi. You've got.
0: Ryan Phillippe, baby.
1: Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was like. Julia (laughs) Louis-Dreyfus. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prinze Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah
0: Michelle Gellar.
1: Mount Olympus of, like, 90s WB, like, you know, kind of stardom.
0: The beginning of Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar's love story. Are they still together? They are. They're still together. Congrats, guys. They have two kids. Oh, my God. She's very active on Instagram.
1: Wow. I love that for her. I love that for him. I love that for them. Right? It's a stacked cast. Um, and yeah, I mean, like
0: they're all great in their way. Oh, Kevin Williamson did the screenplay.
1: Yeah, exactly. Of Scream fame and of a little show that we've watched a lot of recently (laughs) called Dawson's Creek. And this has a real Dawson's Creek feel to it. Yeah, man. In terms of just like, obviously it's a coastal town, probably shot in the same Wilmington situation. Don't day. they go
0: to Dawson's Beach?
1: Oh yeah, they keep talking about <laughs> Dawson's Beach. That's where they're going to and from when they hit whoever it is they
0: hit, which is
1: still unclear to me. It's very complicated. The, oh, I,
0: it's crystal clear to me. I'm I can't also believe you don't understand.
1: Stupid. So <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, I wrote down f- about the cast four gods in their prime.
0: Well, I mean. Seriously, though, it's like... I, cause, and I remember, you know, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt, at Party of Five, was... I don't think... Frightman Jr. had, I think, was in the, like, movie movie thing, but he didn't have a TV show, did he? I don't know. I don't think so. Of the four, Frightman Jr. is maybe, like, the least exciting, I guess.
1: Look, I'm not gonna... <laughs> Why am I acting like he listens?
0: He does. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
1: Yeah, I would say he, I would say he has a thankless task Mm. of being a himbo cast as a nerd. Yeah. The role is a, the role is like, oh, you're just going to go to art school and you're going to like sit in a cafe in the West Village and work on your poetry and then you, like Freddie Benz Jr. is not doing that. He should be like, he's summer catch. He's Fred from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, he's, he's a he's jock.
0: All, he's, she's all that.
1: He's a jock. This is the thing we keep actually encountering with these shows, because we're watching The O.C., we watched Dawson's mm-hmm. Creek, we watched I Know What You Did Last Summer, that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about right now. And <laughs> they keep casting people as, like, the outcast kid, yeah, or, like, the, like, artsy kid. Yeah. And they just look like everybody else on the show, yeah, and act like everybody else on the show, and are just, like, another kind of L.A. actor type. Right. And not actually, like don't give, have that vibe at all. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that, like, movies have gotten a lot better, movies and TV shows have gotten a lot better at, is, like, yeah, slightly better actual at. casting of, you know, I think it's, like, it feels like a, um, I don't know why this movie leaps to mind, but, like, once you get to, like, super bad or something, mm-hmm. and, like, the people kind of have a weird, you know, look to them. Yeah. <laughs> That is kind of fitting. With not
0: wor- worried about Freddie Prince Jr. listening to it, not worried about Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill.
1: No, no, I don't think they have a weird. <laughs> I don't Seth think Rogen. they look weird. I mean, they look like real people and not like Hollywood actors yeah. from a CW show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not to like. Th- that's what this movie is, so I'm not like, right. mad at it or anything, but yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but I for sure was like slightly duped into seeing this movie, I'm sure, because I was like, oh, well, Sarah Michelle Gellar, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. I'm one of those Buffy people. So, like, uh, obviously I'm going to go see this. And I remember thinking at the time, and, like, feeling like I was super, like, intuitive or deep or something. I was like, wow, it was so cool, because usually Sarah Michelle Geller is, like, the heroine, but in this movie, she's, like, running around and really scared. And I kept thinking, like, just turn around and stake him, you know what I mean? Because she's, like, a superhero, but she's not. She's such a good actress. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. Yikes, teenage Liza. You
1: had a lot of thoughts?
0: I did. I really did.
1: Um... She was great. I thought. I thought Ryan Phillippe was really great.
0: Oh, like maybe the best. Oh, cruel, is this cruel? Yeah, intentions. is this
1: pre or post Cruel Intentions? This is pre Cruel Intentions, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, he's so good, and he because he's just. It's weird though because he's just playing, and I guess he does this in Cruel Intentions too. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about anything but the movie we're supposed (laughs) to be talking about. By the way, Um, but he's he in both of those these films he does um, a really great job of like being an asshole, but like like not. I don't know. Okay, what am I trying to say? It's not like the asshole with the heart of gold thing, but it's like he does a very good job playing the part of like the hot tempered dick.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And it's just very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%. He's very good in this movie.
0: Jesus.
1: Um, it's, I would say, the thing I was saying earlier that I was like rambling about, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> um, about how it's like rated R, but it, the, it's not, mm-hmm. it feels like, a, it, it's still all the kills and all the scares. And I guess we haven't really talked about like what happens in the movie yet, but like they, it's a bunch of teenagers, four they, teenagers, yeah. they hit somebody, they dispose of the body, Right. And then. Or they think they, they have. They think they do. And then the following summer, they start to get threatening notes no. saying,
0: the titular
1: uh, line. It's the titular line.
0: It is. It's the I name know. of the movie. It's my favorite thing. I know what you did last summer. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, oh, also on that. Sorry. I'm like. I'm. We're all over the place. I know. We really are. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not drunk. That's fine. Should be. Um, <laughs> I want to bring up an important point about mm. the note that says, I know what you did last summer. Yes. On it. Yes. It has an exclamation point on it. So the title of the movie should be, I, I
0: know, know what, what you did, did last summer. summer. <laughs> you sounded very John Mulaney there. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did last summer. It's a medium. <laughs> um, but <laughs>
1: anyway, so, uh, so anyway, what I was saying was the movie still feels very PG thirteen to me.
0: It does. Although I will say that um it's not super gory. Like there's not a lot of blood. No, there's not. But the and fucking hook is brutal. Like yeah. like again, I, I like was real okay, I was really into the Saw movies for a really long time, you guys.
1: We've talked about this. Um, yeah, you were.
0: And those are like gory AF. Ooh, and yeah. So, like, gore Gore doesn't necessarily bother me too much, but every time he, like, hooked somebody, there's a bunch of scenes of him, like, carrying someone via this yeah, giant fish it. hook. I was like, oh, god! Yeah. Like, it, it's was, not, it was well done, the, it
1: was the well, hooking. <laughs> it was well done, it, but it felt like, I, I don't know why I'm so hung up on this, and you can cut this out if you want, mm. it felt like the kills in a PG-13 horror movie to me. It didn't feel like, I mean, well, maybe yeah, the one through the... Didn't. The one through Johnny Galecki's jawbone—spoiler alert—was pretty.
0: Just hooked him right, but I I still feel like it didn't happen. Like you know, you didn't see a lot. Well, yeah, there was a ton of like steam or fog or whatever it was, and he just like hooks him, and you see a little like of blood, and then he pulls him off. Yeah, like it's it's it feels very PG thirteen because you don't actually see like Sarah Michelle Gellar gets killed. You don't see it. Yeah, you see a bunch of cuts of her, kind of like. Vaguely fighting him back, but they're like in an alley
1: oh, amongst yeah. a bunch of
0: tires, and there's like the a p- parade going by. Yeah, you
1: get the bird's eye shot at one point. Yeah, it's very you- like Hitchcock in a weird way. I mean, not I don't mean to <laughs> elevate, I know what you did last summer because it's not even as good as you probably remember it
0: being, <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's very strange. You never, and the same thing with um, uh, Barry Ryan Felipe's character's death. He's in the balcony And Sarah Michelle Gellar Is on stage And sees Fisherman guy In a slicker Yeah yeah (laughs) yeah They keep saying slicker It's very weird
1: You have a slicker (laughs) Hey Greg has a slicker
0: (laughs) Gotta look for the guy With the slicker Oh I saw a slicker (laughs) I was like, "What the what? fuck
1: is a slicker?" <laughs> um, it's like a raincoat,
0: right? Yeah. Okay. But I think I it's—I think know. I think maybe technically it's like a, uh, you know, like a it's because those slickers went. It was like a big old collar and down to the floor. Like it wasn't just like a raincoat with daisies on it. It mm-hmm. was like a hardcore fisherman's, what have you. But so his death, she's on stage and sees him up in the balcony, and you don't even really see his death either.
1: Yeah, you don't. Yeah, so that's right.
0: That's it's very. Yeah, you're right. It feels very PG thirteen. Except for
1: the cursing. There's just a lot of like,
0: fuck, fuck, bro. <laughs> this is dog shit.
1: <laughs> um, Anne Haish does a great job.
0: Oh she my god, she's like a, really like yeah, crushing it. She
1: plays like a, a the sister of the guy that they think they killed, mm-hmm. and she's lives out in the sticks, and she's like lives in this creepy old house, and she's just like. Uh, you
0: wanna talk about Jonathan or whatever she said? Like she's like very, you know, does like a real.
1: She like really goes for it.
0: She does, but it's real. I think she does. Like I was like, wow, she's really good in this. Yeah. And I think I remember being a teen and feeling very much like, who's this bitch? Yeah, put Sarah Michelle Gellar back on the screen. <laughs> um, so yeah.
1: but you know, we're older. We're more mature. We're into Anne Haitian. I know we did last summer now. <laughs> Um, the movie does the thing that I, that I, I feel as, okay. The movie does the thing where they kind of want you to think that everyone else is the killer Mm -hmm. besides who the killer winds up being, which is nobody. Um, (laughs) but so then there's just a bunch of scenes where like everyone is, acts weird. You know what I mean? Like throughout the thing where like all of a sudden someone like, Gives a weird look or is like, oh, I, I don't know. And you're like, hey, that's the killer.
0: Right. Well, and there's a lot of... Uh, there's there's a point in the movie where I kind of went, oh, they're trying to make me think that it's Ray, which is Freddie Prinze yeah, Jr.'s character. Ray, that's right. And I was like... Because
1: he's Baby Blue or something? Billy
0: like Blue. Billy he Blue. named his boat Billy Blue.
1: Which is also the name of the guy who was visiting in Haish. Hey, yeah. Blah blah blah, but, blah, 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 blah,
0: But, so, but blah. it's like this moment where it's like, where I was like, oh... Do they want me to think that it's him? Because you yeah. haven't done a very good job. They
1: definitely did want us. And, c-
0: and which is stupid because, like earlier in the movie, Barry, the Ryan Felipe character, says like, "You have a slicker, yeah, <laughs> it is. to Ray." So, like, he, they he they literally tell you we want you to think that Ray is the killer, but it, it never works. And I don't know if that is the fault of like the script or the fault of Freddie Bridge Jr. or what.
1: So the <laughs> the fisherman who's hunting and killing them. Mm-hmm. He's one of these movie killers where, yeah. if you think about the mechanics of it, uh-huh. of like what he's actually doing, mm-hmm. it's absurd. <laughs> because there's the one scene where Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, What's going on in my car? And she like stops the car. She goes around to look yeah, at the trunk. Yeah, she
0: hears something in the car.
1: And she opens the trunk, and Johnny Galecki's like, dead in there, and he's covered in crabs, and there's one, like, crawling Ooh, in his mouth Oh,
0: it's really gross, you guys. Oh, God. It's pretty gross. <laughs> so
1: then she runs across the street. She grabs whoever, Sarah Geller ah! Geller, comes back five minutes later, and he's gone. The body's <laughs> gone. The crabs are gone. And so all I can think about, in the, and the, I did this when I watched all the Halloween movies and all the Jason movies and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like, is think about... So then, so, okay, the fisherman was, like, hiding out there. He saw (laughs) her stop.
0: Right, like, hiding out there, like, put it in her trunk and then followed her. Right,
1: followed her, stopped when she ran away, ran up, grabbed the body real quick in the broad daylight, took it over to his car, cleared all the crabs out. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's going to smell like crabs. So (laughs) he's, so he... Went in there, maybe got some four hundred nine or something. Right, it's like, not even wet. Right, like it's like Chris, like or the scene, and then and then that's all I'm thinking about is like the mechanics right. of how this how he pulled this off. Yeah, because he's not supernatural in any way. No. Then there's also the scene where um, Sarah Michelle Geller is in the dress shop.
0: Oh yeah, and she
1: like turns around and all the mannequins have plastic over them
0: because you know when you close up shop at the end of the night you put plastic over your mannequins. Yeah, the
1: classic thing we all know and do. <laughs> so. Then she looks around and like, oh my god, one of these mannequins is the fisherman, and he leaps out because he's got plastic over him and stuff. But so then all I was thinking I was like, okay, so he we went in, and he like got some extra plastic, and then he like <laughs> he stood, he's like, okay, let me find a space where like there's not a mannequin, but it looks like there might be, right? There should be. He caught me so stand there, plastic. and then like while she's in the other room, he's like, still okay, really stuck. And he like he like threw it up like a parachute, and like maybe stood stand still and just like let it fall on him. <laughs> is that how he
0: did it? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense.
1: And I don't want to be one of those people who's like pedantic about everything because it's not it's not fun no. to be that way. No. And like, also, it's a horror movie. It's like, m- just fucking go with it, bro. It's Mirror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, so, like, I don't mean to be pedantic, but this was a weird movie. This was a movie where it like was glaring in a way
0: yeah well and it, and it wasn't i don't think it was the whole movie it wasn't yeah. like that the whole movie but yeah there those two specific scenes are very much like wait what right what
1: <laughs> what how, are you talking how about how did why did he how did he
0: how did this, he and why
1: right how did he and why i mean
0: i guess the why is sort of like so the backstory of this guy is that he um i mean the, the point is that they hit him and then left him for dead and so he's like getting revenge on them
1: yeah and he but he was out there murdering someone else
0: maybe he was he went out there to murder him but i think in the end it was that he actually committed suicide
1: See? Oh, why was I confused? I wonder. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Another point that I want to make that I think is weird and interesting. um, I wrote down, it isn't funny, which is weird. Yeah. Because that feels like a very integral part of 90s Mm -hmm. horror film is that it's funny.
1: Right. Is that you have the, like... The, you have, the, the where's, the right. where's, where's the
0: Randy? Where's Randy?
1: Where's the Lillard? <laughs> Come on. Oh, I love Matthew Lillard. I'm such He's great. Fan. Such a fan.
0: Um, but um, yeah, so, I, and, and that just felt really weird. So you've got like all of these people, you know, and especially like Jennifer Love Hewitt, she's fine. I I don't know that I was ever like Jennifer Love Hewitt super fan, but she was in, you know, in that world. So yeah. I,
1: she's good in this.
0: She's fine, but it's so dramatic yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. whole time. And I'm like, okay. Also, every, the,
1: so it's rated R again. Mm-hmm. I'm so hung up on the rating. You really are. It's rated R, and I, this is going to sound like grosser than I mean it to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they they all have insane like cleavage happening, but not even because. <laughs> what are you
0: waiting for?
1: Right, they all have insane like revealing shirts on, but there's never any actual nudity which is fine i'm a married man i don't need to see i'm like you know hey why buy the cow
0: wait why wait no that's a different thing why
1: wait um
0: what are you saying
1: (laughs) no but i just mean like it's a very strange tonal thing that where the again it feels super like pg-13 or something yeah. where they were like oh the they'll, uh, they'll get these hot young actresses and they'll all wear these revealing tops you know and who's then who's that guy he's a big shot hollywood producer okay. who's from new york
0: got it got it
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck
0: um
1: so but so it, we're gonna get them all to wear these revealing tops but then, like, you're a horror movie and, and you're rated R. Just, like, have teens fuck each other. Like, right. I well, I
0: mean, and technically they did. I, I, there, I have a note. Everybody be fucking on the cold, cold beach because, like, yeah. they're on the beach, Dawson's Beach, apparently, Um, telling this, like, ghost story. This is the part where it's very meta and they're talking, to, you know, oh, they're all trying to yeah, tell yeah. this hookman ghost story and they're arguing about how it actually goes. And then they split off into couples. And both of them definitely have sex, but they cut like they cut before they even like start making out
1: yeah it's they don't show anything and like i don't i'm not like oh i want to see what she's working with here wow <laughs> i hate this
0: I'm character more,
1: is he worse than the new york producer or is he better
0: um. um
1: what about the exclamation point note is he better than that um but uh like, I don't mean to sound like that. It's just baffling.
0: Right. It's why, why is it rated R? And right. I, mean, I mean, you said it's the cursing, but that wouldn't, it wouldn't even occur to me. I literally started our last episode with me going fucking hell.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, another thing we should talk about when we can mm-hmm. wrap it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why do you know all the words to you're a grand old Flag"?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> Murka I'm proud to be an American. where so at least play, I know I'm free. <laughs> okay, yay! <okay.
1: laughs> um, so they not play not true
0: for me. They side?
1: play. Your grand old flag at the. Your what is it, like Clam flag, Days or something? The the party that they have at the end? The parade? Party. <laughs> they have the Clam Party at the end, the is not at all it.
0: Of the land no. I love, the home of the free and the brave. She's marching
1: and saluting. Every heart
0: beats two with the red, We're gonna have to pay. All acquaintance for be forgot. Keep your eye on the grand old flag.
1: It says, All acquaintance be forgot? Yeah, like Sounds it's like a, a mashup.
0: Yeah, like you dip into odd, like, that. The
1: original for, mashup.
0: Whoa. <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I kind of assumed I knew. They play
1: it, it in the movie, is why I asked. And you <laughs> were singing it like that on the couch <laughs> while we were watching it.
0: <laughs> and what's funny is that I, st- I like. It started, and I was like, oh, I know every word to this. And then I was like, I'm going to sing it. It's going to freak them out. And it did. So, Great, great, great. (laughs) Goal achieved. No, I feel like it must... I mean, like, I was a cheerleader in high school. I went to a lot of football games. I sang in the choir. I, I feel like I must have just picked it up somewhere. You know, like, that seems like a... I don't know, man. Song. They were like, you guys are gonna, you know, like Madrigals. You're gonna open the football game or the oh, true, conference yeah, maybe, or whatever, yeah. or like maybe like marching band played it or something. Yeah, like it, it's just you know somewhere right. somewhere in there from that. Great.
1: <laughs> so this was purchased at Toons in Hoboken. So within the past like five or six years,
0: I would wow. Say I this. We used to
1: go there in Hoboken all the time and. Two, was
0: great little record shop. Also awesome has record shop. record Like secondhand DVD, Blu rays, CDs. It's, yeah.
1: And it's I would great. always like go through the records and then go through the DVDs and be like, oh, and I'm sure I know you, what you did last summer was like $3. Yeah. And I was like, oh, throw it.
0: Oh they also God. did like trade ins. Like we would trade in stuff. Oh, there. yeah. We
1: traded a lot of DVDs there. Yeah. Oh, we, were, we we should have waited for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so. Uh, That's
0: where we could bring the DVDs who lose. Oh, yeah. That's anyway. a good idea.
1: Anyway. If we ever get out of a pandemic, we'll yeah. do that. Um, but, uh, so this, I'm just gonna, you know, this was a purchase, like, I would say probably five or six years ago, so pretty late in the game in terms of when it came out, when (laughs) a human should still be buying DVDs, pretty late, um, and I feel like we watched it then, so we, like, we, I feel like we watched it since we got it, and, uh, you know.
0: I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we bought it and watched it.
1: The disc itself Mm -hmm. is ancient classic it probably came it was like from when the movie came out it's probably oh yeah i definitely
0: wrote looks like hot garb
1: it i wrote looks like shit
0: <laughs> so to
1: each his own and um <laughs> but it's also one of those dvds that flips uh-huh so the one side but so neither side has a picture on it they're both information
0: right and the title's written on like the teeny tiny little inner circle the little
1: ring the little, the little butthole the little <laughs> i was like don't say butthole <laughs> Um, uh, so the little, the little ring, the little brown stop eye Stop
0: doing that with your <laughs> finger. <laughs> um,
1: uh, so the title is written there and it says widescreen or full screen and you, you have to flip it based on which you want. Cause you I remember watch that was
0: always so confusing. Like I'd, I would do that all the time where I'd put, where I'm like, okay, I want to watch it widescreen because. That's what Mike says you should do. So I'm make sure it's on widescreen and I'd put My it like boyfriend, <laughs> And I'd put it like widescreen down, but right, then it was like no no wide no, you want side. widescreen up.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was confusing. Like
0: I'd always do it wrong. No, because
1: you're like, oh, this is the side that says widescreen on it. I'll put it down because down, I know that's, that's where, where the laser is. Right. Reads the information. Right. Right, it's a laser. I don't sure. know. It's the second time I've like attributed something to lasers <laughs> on this episode.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a laser. Yeah, exactly. So he
1: kills them with like some kind of laser. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> it's a fish hook. Um. So anyway, the DVD's ancient, uh, and it doesn't. The features were non. Like yeah, it was like, it was like oh, I commentary, think a commentary. There's, oh,
0: there's a commentary. There's a trailer. And I think there's behind-the-scenes stuff, too.
1: Oh, there's, like, a featurette? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's all I got for I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. I feel like it's an iconic thing from our young adulthood. Mm-hmm. You know, and it also gave birth. I mean, it didn't... It, you know, there were definitely things about people killing people and then hiding it. Yeah. But that thing of, like, oh, my God, we killed somebody. Now we got to cover up. We're all nice people. Oh,
0: yeah. That was definitely a point that I... Meant to talk about was like the premise is so good, yeah. but then it's just it, it, there is something about it that doesn't quite work, well, and the, I think it's all that silly stuff with the car and the yeah, um the the shop yeah the mannequins and stuff yeah
1: but like i wrote down like oh yeah like pretty little liars and i'm reading the secret history right now and that Mm -hmm. book you know is it's like the same not none of these are exact like
0: but the same idea where um, where a group of people do something tragic and horrible and that's what bonds them but also breaks them apart
1: yeah um mean creek which is a good one that will come up at some point yeah mean creek remember that movie that's Welcome to the movie. podcast
0: where we talk. <laughs> <about? laughs> um, also, I
1: just watched a uh, little Hot wreck. I just watched The Rental, directed by Dave Franco mm-hmm. and starring Alison Brie and Dan Stevens, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, that has a little bit of I know what you did last summer in it. Like, okay, a little bit of like uh,
0: something you know, tragic,
1: na- nice people, something tragic, something's going on here. What is it? Mm-hmm. And I and also kind of it's like veers into similar territory with its endings and and where the what the movie is eventually about and stuff and i thought it was really good that's all
0: nice hot wreck hot wreck so what how are you feeling
1: well earthly possessions was never for me <laughs> and that's okay not everything has to be for me like i said at the beginning like mm-hmm. so 90 percent, 99 percent of movies are like wish fulfillment for you know teenage boys mm-hmm. and like this is wish fulfillment for like Middle-aged, middle-aged women, woman. I yeah. think, is it like young, hot Stephen Dorff is going to kidnap me, and we're going to have sex in a hotel room, and I'm never actually going to be in danger.
0: Oh, yeah. He fully has a line that he says twice that I wrote down. It's like, don't make me hurt you, Charlotte. And I'm like, I think that's supposed to be sexy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm, fi- I'm fine with earthly possessions existing.
0: <laughs> that's nice of you. Isn't that nice?
1: <laughs> um, I have no use for it, and I don't ever feel like seeing it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel similarly about I know what you did last summer right? <laughs> so I I
0: mean that's where we differ. I feel like I know what you did last summer is classic. I loved watching it. Yeah, I it was fun. We'll absolutely watch it again. Like it feels it feels like one that I can't wait until Ella is old enough, you know, to watch it with her and be mm-hmm. like, This is what horror was Yeah. When we were teens. Yeah, and, exactly. You
1: know and the can't be fun of it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I so
0: I, I obviously, I mean, I think we're in agreement about which one is gonna go. Is
1: gonna go. Gonna
0: go. Sorry, Even the, earthly also, possessions. You will no longer be one of our earthly possessions. Whoa! Boom! 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 Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> um. The.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, and also it's not streaming anywhere, so we should like donate it to the Library of Congress or something. Kind of <laughs> Like the they Smithsonian, surely, they
0: surely don't have a copy.
1: Yeah, uh, just mail earthly possessions to the Smithsonian. No note. Yeah,
0: or with a note with "I know what you did."
1: That
0: summer. <laughs> summer. <laughs> um, great, great, thank you, uh, James Lapine, and uh, French for of the peen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Susan Sarandon, and Mister Dorf. Uh. Yep. Uh Godspeed to you. Godspeed. All right. Let's see what the next death match will be. Hey Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1316. A random number between 1 and 1316 is 1103. <laughs> From
1: 2011, uh-huh. a movie called Something Borrowed.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I love that movie. I know you do. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Have you seen that?
1: I have seen a lot of it while you were watching it. Yeah, but, but you never like, I've never, never, liked it. I
0: I've never it. made you sit down. Okay. But I Ooh. know a lot of it. Oh, that'll be, that's going to be great. That's going to be great. One. Okay. Let's see. Oh boy. Let's see what's going up against something borrowed. Hey Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between one and 1,316. A random number between 1 and 1,316 is 789.
1: (laughs) Okay. 789 from 2006. Marie Antoinette.
0: Oh, no. Okay. I mean, we'll save it for the pod. But Save
1: it for the pod.
0: Guys, this one is making me a little nervous. Okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. We'll be fine. Um... (laughs) guys thank you so much for listening yes, thank especially you. if you got this far you can find us uh pretty much everywhere at dvd deathmatch um and make sure that whatever you're listening to us on if you uh would be so kind as to uh you know give us a little rating give us a little review a like whatever it is
1: rate it that- share it social it
0: <laughs> it venmo it, it. <laughs> what roku it okay all right um, whatever it is you can do to bump us up in that algorithm and get some other people listening to the podcast would be amazing.
1: Really good response, though, so far. Loving Absolutely. all the response. Keep
0: it coming. Pump us up. We need attention. <laughs> Thank you.
1: In a global pandemic, because we're sad. <laughs>
0: Tell me that you love me. <laughs> um. We're dealing with a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. Come back next week, please and see who survives DVD DVD (laughs) deathmatch. But, uh... They should
1: have called this movie The Slicker Man instead of The Wicker Man. The Slicker Man?
0: It's not called The Wicker Man.
1: No, I know it's called. I know what you do. But there's another (laughs) movie called The Wicker Man. This one should have been called The Slicker Man.
0: Welcome to the podcast where we talk about (laughs) any movie except for the one we're supposed to be talking about. (laughs)